Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Wizarding World Lorecast, where we're going to take a deep dive into the world and lore of the Harry Potter universe, such as the creatures, the people, and yes, even the magic. Welcome, witches and wizards, to another episode of the Wizarding World Lorecast. I am one of your hosts, Ben of Tamaria, followed by my two co-hosts, Courier and Nina. How are you guys doing today? Doing pretty good. Yeah, good doing pretty good. Awesome. Mm. So today, so last week, we went over our first character deep dive with Merlin. So a little bit of info here and there. We're still getting more as like, you know, Hogwarts Legacy uh, we got a lot of stuff in that because he attended Hogwarts. We did his trials, his painstaking trials all over the map. There's too many of them. Uh, but today we are going to go over our first like major artifacts in the Wizarding World universe. And I think everybody knows these. I mean, there is a book and movie title based off of them. And those are the Deathly Hollows. So this is going to be a lot of fun. If anybody knows or doesn't know about the Deathly Hollows, go watch and read book seven and or films seven, part one and two. They straightly deal with those specific three artifacts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, with the history of the Deathly Hollows, they first come from the Tales of Beetle the Bard, which is a book you can actually buy in physical media right now from anywhere any bookseller just saying uh the author presented his own version of the origin of the hollows hundreds of years ago the three uh uh, prevel brothers is that is that right prevel prevelli prevelli no not prevelli it's uh yeah prevel prevel okay just want to get that pronunciation right i'm terrible with pronunciations um right prevel so the prevel brothers were traveling at twilight and reached a river too dangerous to cross the three brothers being trained in the magical arts simply waved their wands to create a bridge across the river where they were then stopped by death himself who felt cheated that they gotten across the river as most travelers drowned in it death a cunning liar then pretended to congratulate them and being clever enough to evade him and offered them each a powerful magical item the first brother, Antinoch, Antinoch, 
Antonak? Antonak. Antonak. Prevail. Uh, wished to have the most powerful wand out of the compatible personality. Death broke a branch off the nearby elder tree and created him the elder wand, a wand more powerful than any other in existence. The second brother, Cadmus Prevail, out of arrogance, wanted to humiliate Death even further and wished him the power to bring back loved ones from the grave. Death then took a stone from the riverbed and created for him the Resurrection Stone, a stone capable of bringing the dead back to the living world. The third brother, Ignotus, Ignotus? Yeah, Ignotus. Ignotus uh, Prevel, who was a humble man, did not trust Death and asked him to go on through the river without being followed by Death. Death gave him his own cloak of visibility, an invisibility cloak that could never lose its power through curses or ages or age. In time, the brothers went their separate ways. The three legendary objects, the cloak, the wand, and the stone, together made up the Deathly Hollows. So yes, obviously, if you read or even watch uh, Deathly Hollows Part 1, you see this whole entire like cinematic about the story from Luna's father. He tells Harry, Ron, and Hermione about the Deathly Hollows because the emblem for the Hollows shows up everywhere they've been seen trying to hunt down the Horcruxes. So... Then we get to Dumbledore. Dumbledore had his own theory about the Deathly Hollows. So instead of being rewards for their cleverness, the Deathly Hollows were actually part of a cunning plan by Death to kill off the Prevels so he could take them away on his own. However, Albus Dumbledore felt that it was more likely that the Hollows were actually created by the very talented and powerful brothers, and that the story of their origins of objects fashioned by death sprang up around them as a result of the powers they possessed. Which also I can see. I mean, each brother created their own hollow, and each gaining renowned specifically about those items. We can see why it was fashioned into the like childhood story fairy tale that we get in the Beetle of the Bard. Adds a bit more of a mystic touch to them, more legend yeah. feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Where, yeah, it, so it it comes down to like just like that, like it comes down to being more of a legendary status than rather being you know everyday objects, like. Mm -hmm. just with magical means it's like oh that's boring let's put a little more spice into it to where they get more uh (laughs) renown and speciality there Mm -hmm. so now we move to the movements of the hollows so the hollows move around a lot like a lot (laughs) so trade hands a lot yes so uh atronach's murder atronach traveled to a wizarding village where he killed the man he once dueled with and then boasted about the power of the elder ron that was an unbeatable and and in his possession invoking envy amongst the many wanting to possess it for themselves his throat was slit in his sleep by another wizard who stole the elder wand all i will say the oldest brother was kind of a moron, in my opinion. Let's boast about this and put a target on my back. Like, what? Yeah, but powerful yeah. guys tend to want to be boastful and show off. And then True. be like, I'm the strongest one. Now duel me so I can continue to be the strongest one. Kind of like champions and even in wrestling or 
any sort of thing. They're gonna uh, boast. I mean, Voldemort did that a lot too. Yes. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, Dumbledore doesn't make him any smarter, but that's no. really what they Dumbledore do. <laughs> was. I would say is the exception. Like he's very, he was very powerful, but he didn't really boast it to no. the, to an extent. People just he knew of his accomplishments. It's like okay, we should not mess with him. Mm-hmm. So now we get to Cadmus's suicide. So Cadmus traveled back home, where he used the Resurrection Stone to bring back the woman he loved but was dismayed to find out it was only a pale imitation of her. The dead did not belong in the living world and could not truly be brought back. He found that she was cold, lifeless, and miserable in the land of the living, nothing like she used to be. In the end, Cadmus committed suicide by hanging himself so he could truly join her. Yeah, that is like, out of the three, that was like the most sad. Yes. And it's like, oh. Oh. Yeah. Like, I'm so he sorry, really tried. Dude. Yeah, it is a very sad story for him to have done that. And then we get to Ignosis as passing an and unusual friend. So Ignan, uh, Ignostus, Ignotus, Ignotus. Gosh, pronunciations, man. <laughs> it's all, Ignotus <laughs> used the cloak to remain hidden from death for a long time. When he was an old man, he passed the cloak to onto his son, greeted death as an old friend, and went with him to the next world. The cloak continued to be passed down through the descendants of the Prevels, although the name became extinct in the male line. The wand passed from wizard to wizard, nearly always by the murder of a previous owner. The wand during the passing from wizard to wizard has been called the Death Stick and the Wand of Destiny. On the interesting note, no witch has ever stated to have held possession of the wand. The stone was also passed down to the uh, Prevel's descendants. It eventually ended up in the possession of the House of Gaunt and was later stolen by Tom Riddle. Neither Tom nor Morvolo Gaunt were aware of the powers of the stone, nor uh, that it was a hollow. Morvolo solely concerned with the notable origins of the stone and made it into a ring and thought that the hollow symbol... On the on it was the family coat of arms. Lord Voldemort did not have been aware of the stone's true origins either, as he transformed it, the stone into a Horcrux. And so, talking about that and saying, knowing that that's how Dumbledore had the stone and gave it to Harry, is because mm-hmm. the ring that Dumbledore wore and cursed his arm to destroy that Horcrux was also one of the hollows. And that always Which is like, crazy to me that yeah, it's also crazy that he was able to turn the resurrection stone into a hollow. He was able to put part of his soul into that. So you right. think that it had like either a vastness to it where it could bring and harness other souls. Or if you tried using it while it was a horcrux, would it just not work because Voldemort's inside of it essentially with part of his soul? Right. So as far as we know, when it became a Horcrux and, you know, it was a ring, no one used it. Yeah. So I wonder if that's how it would work or if it's just like a vast state and it just is like a, a medium for the souls to come back through. But I figured it would be blocked even with a partial of Voldemort's soul in it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it's also interesting to know that the Horcrux, the ring, was destroyed 
but the stone itself survived. Yeah, Normally, it just has it's a whole other level like, to it. Because, <laughs> you know, ancient artifact, ancient magic, you know, all that fun stuff. Makes sense. So, now we have the quest for the hollows. Over time, the legend of the Deathly Hollows was dismissed by most as a mere fairy tale, and the few who desired to reunite all three misunderstood the title Master of Death was a form of immortality. The quests of these fabled items were considered to be a lure for fools, and many have died in the quest for them. The Hollows played a particularly, particularly important role in the lives of Alpha Dumbledore, Grendel, Grindelwald, and Harry Potter. Which, you know, the three relatively most important wizards of all time, next to Voldemort in there too. I would say Voldemort's in there as well because he had the stone as Horcrux. Mm-hmm. Um, so it oh. technically it was in his life, but he had no idea what it was. And he also, you know, had he did have the Elder One. He knew exactly what that one was. So, all three of them knew, actually. All four. Because Grindelwald had the Elder on during, if you watch uh, Fantastic Beasts, Crimes Against Grindelwald, or Secrets of Dumbledore, he, he straight up has the Elder Wand the entire mm-hmm. time he was fighting uh, Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> on that note, we do now go into the history part with Dumbledore and Grindelwald. So, in his youth, Albus Dumbledore, along with the soon-to-become Dark Wizard Galt Grindelwald... Uh, entertained dreams of finding an app uh, gosh words <laughs> finding <laughs> and acquiring the hollows for themselves uh, this quest of power was also manifested in itself in the vision for the future where wizards could rule over and control muggles for the greater good quote unquote a family argument later caused him to revise his reconsidered his beliefs after the death of his sister. Up until his death, uh, he never treated himself with power, refusing the post of Minister of Magic at least three times, yet his yearning to find the hollows never left him. Yeah, I think he saw the power as burden more than something to boast about. That's probably why he was never very boastful. He was just he felt burdened by it and that he didn't really quite deserve it after his sister. I mean him so you find out in Secrets of Dumbledore, and this is where we really get a lot of Dumbledore's like backstory, specifically with uh, Ariana is her name, I believe. I or uh, it starts with an A. I think it's Ari- Ariana. I think I can't. Don't quote me on that. I can't. It starts with an A. Um, but Abaforth and Albus had a fight because Albus was going to take her out of the country to protect her because she also she was a and I can't remember the term that they use but she couldn't control her magic so she would go completely Mm -hmm. out of control just like we see with Ezra's Miller's character in all three uh, Fantastic Beasts films because he's the son of Abathorth so he was very similar to their sister, and that's why Dumbledore wanted to save him. And I can't not remember his name, because I haven't watched those films in so long, and you're the only film, so you can't read them. <laughs> you know, I just watched The Secrets of Dumbledore 2 probably like two months ago, and I don't remember. 
right? The problem with the the Fantastic Beast films is they were never translated to books. And you can find books on them, but it's literally just the movie script. Mm -hmm. Which is not, it's not fun to read. It's not fun to read a movie script. If that's the case, I'll go watch the movie. Just like the curse, like Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, you can get a book on that, but it's literally just the play script. If that's the yeah. case, I'll go watch the play. Which I'm honestly yeah. shocked they haven't put on DVD. Because <laughs> I still I want to go see it, but it's always like on Broadway in New York City. I'm not not going to New York City. It's too expensive. Uh <laughs> So after yeah, so after the his death, uh sister Ariana, I was right, uh died, Dumbledore sought out the resurrection stone in the hopes that finding it would somehow revive his dead sister and parents. Thus when he chanced upon it sometime in nineteen ninety six when he had already been turned into a horcrux by Voldemort, the temptation proved too much to handle and put put on the ring, invoking a terrible curse Voldemort had placed on it to cause his right hand to wither and die. And then only when the Horcrux was destroyed by Godric Gryffindor's sword did the stone revert to its normal state with the original powers intact. Dumbledore could also came across the possession of the Cloak of Invisibility when he borrowed it from his owner, from its owner, James Potter, a descendant of Ignotus uh, Provel. It was also passed to the Cloak to James' sons, Harry, uh, to whom it was proved to useful to in defeating Voldemort and his allies. He also gave Harry the Resurrection Stone by the means of the snitch Harry caught in his first ever Quidditch match. So, I was right on the name. And yeah, that's how uh, Dumbledore gets the Cloak of Invisibility from James, because he borrowed it from him. Um, And then, obviously passed down to Harry, because it's his descendant. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry. So, during a holiday uh, spent with his aunt at Godric's Hollow, Gerlot Grindelwald met Albus Dumbledore, and with him he sparked his desire for the Hollows. In his later life, Grindelwald gained possession of the Elder Wand by stealing it off a foreign wandmaker known as Mike Gregorovich, which dueling Dumbledore sometime in the 1940s, Grindelwald lost along with the possession of the Wand. Decades later, in 1998, Lord Voldemort attempted to acquire the Wand by visiting Grindelwald in the cell and... Numerogard, uh, Howard Grindelwald denied ever possession of the wand and was murdered by Lord Voldemort. Which is it's weird because Grindelwald totally had the wand, but I don't know if he was saying he never possessed it just to protect Dumbledore. Because we find or out... Or did he even know what it was that he had? True. That is See, a good question. That is That does pop up a question. Did Grindelwald know what the wand he owned? That is a good mm-hmm. point. Because no one knew what it looked like until like, it was pointed out. So he could just not, oh. never have known. I mean, if they ever finish the Fantastic Beast series and like finish that storyline with Grindelwald, I would imagine we would probably find out. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Because no, no one knows if they're going to finish it. <laughs> it would be a happy accident if he did have it. Right. And he just didn't know. I think that'd be funny. And so then we get to Harry Potter. So we we do see a lot of this in the books and the films, obviously, because that's all his life. 
So upon hearing, hearing the tale of the three brothers, Harry Potter wished to unite the Hollows to become Master of Death and ultimately defeat Lord Voldemort. He ultimately dismissed the idea, however, as he knew that the late Albus Dumbledore wished him to destroy the Horcruxes in order to beat the Dark Lord. Harry did possess each of the Hollows eventually for a brief moment of time. Okay. I don't ever remember Harry specifically thinking... Oh, I should reunite these to defeat Voldemort. I don't ever remember that. Unless, like, it's in the book and I completely forgot about it. I don't know if he wanted to use all three to defeat him. I think he wanted to see if he could get the potential to use them to help defeat him. So, yeah, I'm with you there. I don't think that was a true intention. Currently re-listening to... uh, Duffy Hollows right now, so eventually I'll get to that point. <laughs> so, without realizing it, Harry Potter possessed one of the Hollows from the age of 11, the Cloak of Invisibility. The cloak was rightfully his and should have been passed out from him to him from his father, James Potter, and had he not been murdered, Harry was a living descendant of the third brother, Ignotus Provel. Upon his death, Elvis Dumbledore left the Resurrection Stone to Harry in his will. It was disguised inside a snitch for the first Harry had ever caught in a Quidditch match. Upon the snitch was engraved the words, I open at the close. Harry figured out later that in order to open it, he had to choose, he had to choose to, he had to be close to death. Uh, To open the snitch, he said, I'm about to die and touched it with his mouth because he was caught in his mouth. The... This was before confronting Lord Voldemort and the Death Eaters in the Forbidden Forest during the Battle of Hogwarts. And then Harry used it to bring back, quote-unquote, to talk to his mother, his father, Remus Lupin, and his godfather, Sirius Black. Harry dropped the stone later in the forest and never told anyone besides Dumbledore's portrait, so no one would ever would seek it. In a recent interview, Rowling said that she would like to believe that the centaur's hoof pushed into the ground, bearing it forever. So, yeah. It's become one with the earth again. Yes. I like that. No one should ever possess the hollows, basically. Mm -hmm. And then without realizing it later, Harry became the master of the Elder Wand, which he defeated Draco Malfoy during the Battle of the Malfoy Manor in 1998. The wand recognized him as the master when Harry dueled Lord Voldemort during the Battle of Hogwarts, even though Harry never even touched it before. Harry did not want the wand. He only used it to repair the twice-broken holly in Phoenix Feather Wand. Oh, see, we don't get that in the film. No. I don't... This is why I'm, like, re-listening to the books, because I forgot a lot of, like, the intricate details. Because I remember the films very vividly. The books, not so much. Um... So I did don't in the film that just implies that he keeps Malfoy's wand because I don't think yes. he ever actually like gives it back. But the movies imply that he just keeps Malfoy's yes. wand. Yes, that's exactly right. Uh, they yeah. just imply that he kept Malfoy's old wand, and then at the very end of part two of Deathly Hollows, he you know, as I'm, uh, yeah, as I'm about to say. Once his deed was accomplished, Harry replaced the wand in the tomb of Albus Dumbledore. His mindset was that he could die of natural causes without passing the wand to an heir. The wand's power and therefore its history of bloodshed would be gone forever. So yeah, like in the films we see him break it, snap in half and just toss it off a ridge and it's gone forever. 
but we don't see him use it to repair his old wand. No. Yeah. And I don't so. like that he did that in movies. <laughs> right? It's like I, I very much like it with him being buried with Dumbledore. It's it has a lot more meaning. There's a lot more to it that way than just yes. snapping it. <laughs> and thankfully, like the only people that knew that the that wand specifically is the elder wand was Voldemort, Harry, Ron, and Hermione. One's dead. Mm-hmm. And then the other three will not tell a soul in their lives that that wand is the Elder Wand. So it's an entire history at that point is like, yeah, we're going to bury it with Dumbledore and no one will ever touch it ever again in their life. Yes. So. Yes. But at this point, uh, we are going to take a quick mid break and we'll be back with more of the Deathly Hollows. All right, welcome to the midbreak of the show where we talk about the podcast that has nothing to do with the lore of the wizarding world. I just want to thank everybody who reviews and supports us on Spotify and Apple. Every review helps this show grow as we get to more viewers and listeners and help us become a better show. Uh, if you do want to support us, uh, give us a star rating on spotify and apple and if you leave a five star with words on apple we will read it the next time on the show uh this week we don't have a review uh but if you also want to financially support us we do have a patreon at patreon.com slash wizard world lorecast to where you can join to where we have uh five dollar tiers where you can get ad free episodes up to a fifty dollar tier um, and at the $20 tier, you can join us once a month at the end of the month at your topic of choosing, and we can talk about anything with the Wizarding World. Uh, it can go from Hogwarts Legacy, it could go into theories, it can go into anything that we can talk about. And there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> they keep adding oh. more and more stuff, so it, it yeah. just fuels fuels this and fuels theories and all that fun stuff. Keep seeing a lot of dark theories on Facebook, which is weird. Um, anyway. I don't know. I think oh. dark theories are more fun because they ha- they kind of like they make they a lot of them the make sense. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is also kind of scary. <laughs> it's a little scary, but no, I think they're a lot more fun. They kind of push the boundaries of what you would expect, and usually they could be right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then other than that, we do, we are on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net to where we have a channel for this show and my other show, Holocron Histories, where you can join us on there and talk to us um, about any theories or what you like about the show or anything like that. And there's a bunch of other shows on the network, such as, you know, the Mass Effect, Witcher, Dragon Age, Assassin's Creed Lorecasts. Uh, there's the Inheritance Page by Page, which is a chapter by chapter reading of the Aragon books by my co-host Teacup and his other co-host Sheacup. So yeah, join us on the Robots Radio Discord and come chat with us, play games. We do all that fun stuff. Heck yeah. So oh, yeah. anything else you guys need to add? I, I don't know if I covered everything. I got nothing. Courier, you have anything to add? Uh, nope, that about covers it. Cool. All right. Well, let's get back more into the Duffy Hollows.
All right, now that we're back, we are going to go over the current whereabouts of each hollow. And yeah, I was not expecting on some of these. So as the for the Elder Wand, uh, as Harry had no intention of using the Elder Wand for his own purposes, having achieved his goal for a by defeating Voldemort, he only used it to restore his own broken wand, and then, at an unknown date, returned the Elder Wand to the grave of Albus Dumbledore, located on the grounds of Hogwarts, supposing that if he died of natural causes, its power would finally be broken, and its history of blood and violence along with it. Hopefully. Yeah. Who knows uh, if Harry ever die, will ever die of natural causes, because he does become an Auror. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we don't know. <laughs> though honestly in my and this is just my head canon if anybody is a dark wizard and they come across somebody named harry potter i would be scared out of my damn mind i was like <laughs> oh it's this guy nope nope you're, you're yep one down i'm done i'm, I'm getting not out even, of here <laughs> i'm i'm not, i'm coming free i'm i give myself freely I'm, I'm not fighting you like nope. I, that's what like I would think would happen most of the times. Like, oh, this guy destroyed Voldemort. Mm. I'm, I'm not <laughs> fighting him. <laughs> um, uh, the resurrection stone. So after Harry turned the stone over to his hand twice, uh, then he immediately joined the shades of his parents, Sirius Black, Remus Lupin, and discarded the resurrection stone. It was lost somewhere in the Forbidden Forest near Aragog's lair, where Harry intended it to remain. Uh, J.K. Rowling later revealed the centaur, uh, that a centaur pressed it into the ground, stopping it into the herd uh, charged to help defenders of Hogwarts in the fight against Voldemort and his Death Eaters. So no one will ever possess it ever again. Mm-hmm. And the Cloak Invisibility... So, as far as for the Cloak Invisibility, Harry marked it to Dumbledore's portrait that he would be keeping it for himself and his family. As of 2020, James Sirius Potter owned the Invisibility Cloak. Which is Harry's oldest uh, son. Not the son that we um, have the adventure with in The Cursed Child, which is Albus Severus mm-hmm. Potter is who we follow in the cursed child it is his older brother James so so as far as i know it was he just gave it to harry's firstborn harry just gave it to his firstborn kid that sounds about right oh. so now we have master of death so technically technically harry potter was the only known master of death Having gathered and mastered all three hollows, and most importantly, accepted death as the true master understood that death was inevitable and that there were worse things in life than dying. He did not reunite all three of them physically at the same moment, as he possessed no more than two at the same time. Albus Dumbledore had also gathered all three, though physically owning no more than two at the same time, and did not master the usage of the cloak. But he did. Uh, but he could qualify for the title of Master of Death, as he fulfilled the most important criteria needed accepting death. With the stone lost, it was unlikely there would be ever another to hold that title. Yeah, which and if, according to the movies, it's been snapped in half and thrown over a cliff. Oh yeah, for the for the wand, yes, <laughs> yes. yeah. The stone, the stone in the book and the films makes sense because he drops in the Forbidden Forest and. That's it. That's it. Um, mm-hmm. The cloak, obviously, we don't see him like give away or toss or anything like that. But the wand, he straight up snaps in half. And I was like, <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I mean, I get the whole I get the whole purpose and understanding of why he did it. But mm-hmm. like What? What? Uh seemed a little drastic, but who am I? Yeah, I mean it's all the it's the dramatics dramatic scenes of everything, you know. Yeah. They have to make <laughs> things entertaining for, you know, movies and media and all that fun stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. I like the book version. Like him using it oh i'm gonna repair my broken wand because it can because it can mend a broken wand because no other wand could mend it and then mm-hmm. he's like yep i'm gonna put it back to where it belongs and no one knows no soul alive knows what this wand can do but me so and as he's harry potter so not many people are w- willing to duel him to the death i would Im- <laughs> i would imagine I'd be very shocked if anybody after Voldemort would try even to attempt to take down Harry Potter. I would, I would be agree. scared out of my mind. Yeah. I would think there'd be a few big names from the Battle of Hogwarts that would live on. That would be like, I'm not sure. Maybe. My, many of them perished. That's fair. That is a good point. But the ones that did not, I mean, they kind of have more going for them at that point since they did not perish. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine like, the only big name that comes to mind is Lucius, but Lucius was so scared of Voldemort and Draco mm-hmm. actually turned out to be oh, a better perfect. person than him. So <laughs> that's probably unlikely. Fair. So uh, now we get to behind the scenes of all this. So in the film adaptation of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, there is a scene in Dumbledore's office where there is a close-up on Dumbledore standing next to a cabinet. Inside the cabinet is what appears to be a 3D model of the Deathly Hollow symbol, a pyramid with a line down the middle, and a ball of a 3D version of the sign. It is unknown that it was a coincidence as Harry Potter the Deathly Hollows would not be published until two years later, although J.K. Rowling may have already... Uh, conceptualized the design of the symbol at that point because jk was part of the film she was a like um i think she was a producer in the films i think i can't remember what her role was on the films but i I know know she was she was she was part of the filmmaking process Mm -hmm. for all the adaptations and everything but uh, when asked in an interview if the Hollows were based on the real-world myth of fairy tale, J.K. responded with a perhaps the Partner's Tale by Chaucer. Chaucer? Which I have never heard of that, so beats me personally. So I would imagine it's a, uh, England English thing. Mm-hmm. Us in the U.S. don't never heard of that as far as I'm aware. Let me know if I'm wrong, because... I'm I could be completely wrong. And though although he had handled all three hollows at the same time, Harry Potter, regarded by Albus Dumbledore as the true master of death, Harry Potter possessed the invisibility cloak uh since Christmas in ninety one, and in May of ninety eight he managed to free the resurrection stone from the Golden Snitch and then before meeting Voldemort, when he disarmed Draco Malfoy at Malfoy Manor, he uh, mastery of the Elder Wand passed to him, although at the t- by the time he took physical possession of the wand, he already dropped the stone in the Forbidden Forest. Which we do see in the film. Mm-hmm. And so during 1996 and 97 school year, all three hollows were brought into close proximity several times, stating that with Harry, 
uh, and Dumbledore's visit to Slur's Slughorn then uh, during the private lessons. Dumbledore had possession of the wand and the stone, and he had told Harry to keep his cloak with him at all times. This is also true. We see this during Half-Blood Prince. So, like, this is mostly in the in the books. Uh, and we do get see it in the films, too. But in the films, um, Dumbledore... In the film of Half-Blood Prince, Dumbledore, you don't hear Dumbledore telling Harry to keep his invisibility, invisibility cloak at all times on him. Uh, mm-hmm. In the book, he Dumbledore straight up tells him, keep that cloak on you at all times. Use it when you can. And at that yeah. point... Dumbledore is also wearing the ring so he could drain its power to destroy it. As well as he had the Elderon because that was his wand the entire time he was headmaster. Yes. So, during his life, Tom Riddle possessed two of the Deathly Hollows and never been aware that this fact, believing that only possessed the Wand of Destiny, Dumbledore speculated that Riddle is unaware of the existence of the Deathly Hollows as a whole, seeing his narrow-minded personality, or that he was were... He would ever be dis- disinterested in them except the Elder Wand. Yeah, I don't see Voldemort really caring about the Cloak of Visibility or the Resurrection Stone personally. Because one, he who does he need to revive? No one, because he doesn't care. And who does yeah. he need to hide from? The only person I can think he could hide from is Dumbledore. And at that point, like Dumbledore will still find him somehow because he's Dumbledore. Okay. This is true. I would think that Tom Riddle definitely was just interested in the power, so the wand would be the only thing that he would even put any effort into. He would into just want the for. power. That's yep. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but both Riddle and Harry could legitimately claim to be rightful possessors of the Hollows, as they were both descendants of the original creators, Harry being the descendant of Ignotus uh, Purvel through the. Arathan Potter, one of his descendants, one of his uh, ancestors, and Riddle from Cadmus Prevail through Merlope Riddle. Nagant. So, hmm. Potter being Prevail, married to Prevail, and uh, Merlope uh, Riddle marrying Nagant. So, that's interesting. I didn't realize that. That they were both descendants of both of them were connected by you know quote unquote destiny as well quote unquote destiny but then also they're connected by family tree which is kind of creepy (laughs) it is a little creepy blood feud and then in death in the deathly hollows book harry uses the elder wand to repair his wand and then places it in dumbledore's crypt as we were Mm -hmm. just going over on all that. In the film, Harry did not see using the Elder Wand to repair his wand. Instead, he breaks the Elder Wand in half shortly shortly before throwing it over the edge of the bridge. He either keeps Draco Malfoy's wand as his own or gives it back to him in in this version and fixed his own in another way. See, and that's why the book version's better. Because we (laughs) get more content, more context of everything. Oh, yeah. And by the end of the series, all the Deathly Hollows were either on Hogwarts grounds or with Harry Potter. And then when Harry Potter, Hermione Granger, and Ron Weasley discussed the Hollows at 
uh, Zenobius Lovegood's house. They each chose a different hollow that would rather have. Harry chose the Resurrection Stone. Hermione chose the Cloak of Invisibility. Ron chose the Elder Wand. This resembled the three brothers themselves, as Hermione and Ignotus both were wiser than those around them. Harry and Cadmus both were pained by deaths in their past, and Ron and Atronek uh, both had others in their life they wanted to surpass. So, yeah, that is true. Like, there's a lot of symbolization in Harry Potter that a lot of people don't really, like, you don't see until you, like, go back and really, like, look at things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh. These three, the, the three main protagonists being symbolizations of the three brothers and their own, you know, versions. And then you also see it's Harry, Ron, Hermione, Luna... Jenny and Neville were the new generation of the Order of the Phoenix. They represented an, a member from the previous generation and how they had qualities of the previous person but surpassed their downfalls. Like Harry was, you know, a representation of James, but James is very arrogant of himself, where you see Harry. He has all the talent, but he's not arrogant. Right. Where James had all the talent, but was very arrogant with his talent. Um, where the yeah. newer generation just needed to be better than the older generation, essentially. And yeah. it proves it right there. Yep. Like Luna was, you know, she was made fun of, of everything with her being weird and whatnot, just like Snape was. But she mm-hmm. accepted the weirdness and not let it run her life compared to Snape. Where... It sadly ruined his life. Snape didn't deserve that. But, no. But, yeah. you know, it happens. It's sad. Yeah. So, uh, considering the parallels to Grindelwald and the... And this is going to get very weird. <laughs> um, preparing the parallels to Grindelwald and Hitler... <laughs> The symbol of the hollows is very much akin to the swastika, which the ancient symbol that the Hitler used in his Nazi party, doubling the hooked cross. I'm not even going to say the German name for that. And it's now solely associated with Nazism rather than historical nature. This sentiment is to the swastika is reflected by Victor Crumb's anger at the sight of the symbol, which he considered to be a sign of supporting Grindelwald. Which we get that in the books. We don't see this in the film sadly but we do see this in the book to where um victor crumb is at fleur's and bill's wedding and they see luna's he sees luna's dad wearing Mm -hmm. the deathly hollow um symbol around his neck as we do see that we see that in the film but we see crumb getting very angered and distraught about it it's like i see that all the time when i was at school this is a terrible, this is a sign of Grindelwald. He was a dark wizard, destroyed so many lives. Fun, and it's not funny, but like parallel wise, Grindelwald was also involved in World War II. Yeah. Oh. So yes, there's a lot of parallels to that. And I see the point of the symbolization of that, but it's all bad. That stuff's bad. Just keep it away. <laughs> I'm going to put that out there now don't be yeah. near on any of that stuff uh, so the symbol of the Deathly Hollows bears a slight resemblance to the alchemical symbol of the Philosopher's Stone and then some people believe that J.K. Rowling made Harry in 
be the in possession of the Deathly Hallows, so the relationship between Harry, Snape, and Voldemort could be empathized. Like the Prevell brothers, Voldemort uh, died drunk in power, Snape died, died for love, and Harry greeted death willingly as an old friend. Uh, Rowling has stated that it was not de- deliberated, but loves the idea. Which makes sense, because... I mean, when Harry dies, he sees Dumbledore in his own mind and, you know, see all that mystical and limbo stuff. Right. Kind of showcasing that Dumbledore kind of resembled death in that whole instance because Harry graded him like an old friend. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cool. Um, and intentional or not, uh, recurring possession of the Hollows were apparently opposite to the personality or traits of their owners. Harry, who's known to be brave and jump into combat, inherited the cloak of invisibility, which allows one to vanish and flee. He also accepted his death, while uh, Ignorus fled it for many years. Dumbledore, who was more pacifist and values others' lives, earned the Elder Wand as a powerful weapon. And Voldemort, who fears his own death above anything else, is uh, by blood the error of the resurrection stone a hollow that is a constant reminder of death itself to the owner which i never thought of that either no just more symbolism that's really quite cool right there's a lot of symbolism with the uh duffy hollows and yeah. then um intentionally or not the hollows seemed similar to magical items possessed by the protagonist of mio my son a 1954 book by astrid lindegard Lin. Lindren, Lindren, uh, adapted into a movie in 1987. Uh, these are a cloak enhanced with a magical cloth granting one invisibility and at one point reviving a dead person, a spoon capable of feeding a starving person without food, thus it being, uh, thus both it, both it and the cloak have power over death, like the ring and the mighty sword which the hero discards upon his victory over his enemy. So... Yeah, and that's what we have on Deathly Hollows. A lot of symbolism. A lot of symbolism. They all tie together somehow with them, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's a lot of cool symbolism and all that. Um, Harry being, you know, the one true master of death only at one point in time. But you know, get to, like, the Cursed Child in 2020. Only one hollow really still is around and used, and it's only by Harry's family. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, is there anything else y'all want to add? Uh, I don't believe so. I think uh, you covered pretty much everything I had to do with the Deathly Hollows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there was a lot to cover yeah. in this one. Um, yeah. And fun fact... Uh, if you go and play Hogwarts Legacy, and this is a spoiler, so if you don't want to listen, just skip right to the end credits. Uh, you can possess the Hollows in one specific mission, which is the third trial of the game that you do for the main storyline. You actually wield the three Deathly Hollows and become the Master of Death, oh, yeah. quote unquote, only in that one mission. But it's not like it's you don't physically have them. It's just within a story that you possess and use them to get a specific memory. Mm-hmm. But it's still fun to use. You, you do don the visibility cloak, you use the Elder Wand to destroy enemies, and 
you're like one shotting death's minions, which is fantastic and so much fun. Um, and then the very last part is you go to a, like a graveyard with people crying and you use the resurrection stone to talk to a dead person. So fun stuff. It does sound like a fun mission. It's so much fun. And it's very artsy. <laughs> it's all black and white. Oh. It's your yeah, your t- typical like storytelling style. Uh, kind of what they did in the films for Deathly Hollows, but their own like their own feel to it with uh, the game, which is really mm-hmm. nice. Uh, but that's all I have to add about the Deathly Hollows. So thank you for listening to the Wizarding World Lorecast, and we will all see you next week. Remember, the wand chooses the witch or wizard. Thank you for listening to Wizarding World Lorecast. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can follow us on Twitter at www.lorecast. And you can email us at wizardingworldlorecast at gmail.com.